Hello, Troy Francis, welcoming you to another podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I hope that you've had a fantastic weekend. It's Monday as I record this. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to it, but it's Monday morning in October. And yeah, coming at you with another show, this time on the subject of success porn. But before we get into that, just a couple of little parish notices from me. The first thing is to say that if you're listening to this on YouTube, then thank you very much for coming to visit my channel. Do hit the subscribe button uh, while you're here because I'm uploading uh, quite a lot of content to YouTube at the moment. Uh, obviously, the intention being to grow the channel, uh, and I'm going to be starting to do some live streaming soon, so you want to be on board for that. Uh, so do hit subscribe. If you're listening to this on a different provider, then do head over to YouTube and click the link on my channel so you're subscribed because there's loads of other great content. I'm putting up three videos a week along with the podcast at the moment. So there's a lot of decent uh, content going out there that you will want to uh, get involved with. So do subscribe to that channel. Uh, My book collection, which is called Renegade Dating Blueprints, is still available for the ridiculously low sum of $39. So that is my collection of 10 books about dating, game, efficiency, and all of those good things. So you can get that for the knockdown price of $39. Full value is $250, guys. So you need to jump on this because the price will have to go up at some point. So the link is in the description below. Do click on that. Uh, And also get on my daily email list. So I do an email every day during the week that goes out to subscribers uh, keep up to date with, it's a free article basically that goes to your inbox every day, um, which is pretty cool about game, about business, about life in general. Um, but also there are giveaways, there are freebies, there's news and all of that kind of good stuff. So do get on that as well. Again, the link is below. Okay. So I wanted to do a show talking about success porn. And this is really a bit of an appendix to to Rule Zero at the weekend. So if you listen to Stroke Watch, the Rule Zero show with Rollo Tomasi, Ryan Stone, John from Modern Life Dating, uh, myself, also Rich Cooper, uh, the panel rotates, but those are are the the guys involved uh, at the moment. Um, You will have seen, if you watched on Saturday, you will have seen that we were talking about uh, success Porn, and so I wanted to sort of uh, spin off from that and add some some more of my thoughts on this subject matter in this podcast. Because obviously, uh, you know, when you're on a panel with five, four people, five people, you don't, you can't, you know, talk at length uh, about your own views because you'll be hogging it and you'll probably get thrown off. So uh, there were some other points that I just wanted to make because I think it's a really interesting topic area, and it it, it sort of um, it's really relevant to me because I am both a, a consumer of content about how to live a, a good life, how to, how to gain freedom, how to gain, gain independence as a man. And I'm also a creator of that content as well. So it, it, I can sort of see both sides of the fence on this one. And I find it really interesting. So I wanted to talk about that. So first off, success porn is a kind of funny phrase. Um, so what do we actually mean by it? Well, what we're talking about, and I, I don't know if Rollo coined this phrase, but it was certainly certainly him that brought it to my attention. Um, This is a phrase that describes a sort of genre of content and content creators where people basically show off their success. So this is the kind of guys that uh, will have an Instagram feed 
full of pictures of themselves outside Lambos, um, going into expensive restaurants, having exotic holidays, being poolside in Dubai, you know, all of these different kinds of things. The, the, the external outward accoutrements of success are uh, foregrounded in their social media feed. So, as I say, Instagram obviously is great for this because it's very visual. But we also have guys doing this on Twitter as well, uh, where they can post photos, but they can also flex, as I believe the kids say, about their success, you know, how much they're making. And we see this from a whole range of different content creators. So I'm not singling anybody out here. This is pretty endemic in the whole space now, if you like. You know, we get loads and loads of guys who are saying, yeah, you know, man, I'm doing drop shipping and I'm making like, you know, I'm, I'm doing like 10 grand days and, and, and all of this kind of thing. And it's always, um, and of course, it, it, it's lampooned hilariously by that bot on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I retweet quite a lot of bot. I think it's called Make, uh, Make Money Online Bot or something like that, which sort of comes out with these randomized bits of business advice, um, exhortations for guys to not be soy and start making six figures, seven figures from their agency, from their Shopify store, from, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that is really what I think success port is, or that's how I'm uh, defining it here. Anyway, it's people who are basically going online and saying, look, I'm a fucking multimillionaire, um, or I'm a millionaire. You can be as well. All you have to do is do X, Y, and Z, and you too could be driving around in a Lambo. You too could be retiring your parents. You too could be traveling to exotic islands in the Caribbean. Um, escape the nine to five. Uh, you know, don't be soy, don't be a cuck. Get a big car, have loads of cash, go to the nightclub, get bottles, models, blah, 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 and live this amazing, glamorous lifestyle. Um, and that to me is, is really success porn. And there are varying degrees of this that we see in the space from people who are, um, excuse me, just take a little drink here. Mm, black coffee. I drink black coffee every morning. And I have cold showers, guys, as well. That's why I am a multi-millionaire. And you should do that as well. Just get my course. $999. Sign below. I'm only joking, but I was drinking black coffee. So, yeah, um, that, that's what success porn is. Um, and, and as I say, we see a range of this in the space. So we see guys who, you know, clearly have got a lot of money and who are happy to show that off because it attracts customers to them. And then we've got guys who are perhaps on the, on the slightly lower end of the scale and they're sort of honest about that, but they're saying, look, I have, I've, I've made money from my business. This is how I do it. This is my lifestyle. You could have this too. And then there are guys um, that we think might be faking it. Now, we don't know, but we, we – I, well, I certainly don't know. I don't, I, I don't have any uh, inside information on anybody in the space. But there are certainly guys that uh, – you certainly hear, don't you, about guys who are faking it, who are sort of flexing, getting photographs taken in front of cars that aren't theirs, being in fancy locations uh, that they – you know, but but – making it look as though they're richer than they are, basically. And, of course, that's a, that's a bad practice, and that's not something that, that we could condone. But, but even, if, even if the guy is truly successful, nevertheless, he is selling a lifestyle. He is selling this image of himself, and he's saying, you guys could be like me. Um, so what's the problem with this? Okay, or is there a problem with this? Is this perfectly fine? 
you know, where am I coming at it from that point of view? Well, I think that I felt for a while that there is a bit of a problem with it um, or or a, a number of problems, I suppose. The first one is, as we've said, if people are faking it, then that's a very, very bad thing. And it's, it's really hard for newbies, new guys to the space, and younger guys and guys who perhaps don't have, you know, maybe a little bit naive or they don't have a lot of experience of this kind of thing. It's very hard for them to work out um, who's faking it and, and who isn't. And as I said, I, I, you know, I'm sort of in the space and I don't even really know who's faking it or, or who isn't. So if there are guys out there faking it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that there will be, I'm pretty sure that there are dudes who are saying, you know, I make, I'm having, I make 10 grand a month and you can too if you just follow my program. And actually they're sitting in their mum's basement, uh, you know, um, eating celery and, uh, pot- and dry potatoes. I'm sure those, there are those guys. And that's really, really bad because obviously they are lying. They're lying to their customer base or to the people they want as customers in order to make a fast buck. And this is as old as time. This kind of shit's been going on forever. Uh, but it's very, very bad, and people shouldn't be doing that. Because, look, as a content creator myself, I, fundamentally, I, I may, you know, maybe I'm just naive, maybe I'm, uh, you know, a, a soy or whatever, but I, I think we should be honest. I think the whole point about creating content and putting it out online and trying to draw people to us is we should be honest about where we are um, in our lives. And I've always tried to do that with my stuff. So when I've written about dating, um, for example, I've tried to be very honest about, you know, where I am, what my circumstances are, what my results have been. And that, you know, leads to me writing, you know, I've written articles in the past that have been very sort of embarrassing really about the failures that I've had in, in doing game and in dating and all this kind of thing. The one-itises I've had, the disastrous dates and all this kind of thing. Because, you know, I, I just kind of think it's it's important to do that. I don't think that you should come online and say, "Hey, I'm the big, I'm the big, I am." You know, I'm this, I'm this, um, you know, incredible seducer. When actually, the reality for most guys is that it's there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be success, hopefully, yes, but there's also going to be failure, and you have to reflect that. And the same is true in business as well. So I wrote. Um, and created a lot of content about the personal branding, the personal brand business last year. Uh, last summer, I was doing a lot about it. And I, and I created that course, Personal Brand Mastery, which you can still buy. I'll leave the link below, um, where I, I teach how to create a personal brand online and how to monetize it. But throughout that whole thing, I was very careful to say, look, guys, I've created this personal brand. I put out content and I sell products to people, largely books, but also obviously that course as well and consultations. And I was very careful to say, look, I am, I am now making about the same money as I was when I was in my corporate job where I was paid pretty well. What I didn't do was go online and say, yeah, I'm a multimillionaire, guys, and you can be too. Just follow the Troy Francis, you know, ABC, um, model and you'll be a multimillionaire too and you could be you know I was in Montenegro earlier this year beautiful beautiful sea yachts and things I could have made that look like for a start I could have made I could have pretended it wasn't Montenegro I could have said it was I don't know uh, you know Monte Carlo or something like that I could have stood next to a couple of big cars pretended they were mine I could have said guys just buy my course and you'll become a multimillionaire by like me you know, sign up below. It's only, it's only nine, it's only a thousand dollars for the course, guys. Get on board now before the cart closes. You know, I could have done all of that, but I didn't. Um, 
because it goes against the grain for me. It's just it just doesn't sit right. And also, and here's the other thing, right, which I think I'll return to later on in the in the show. It's not really where I'm coming from. It's not really the message that I want to put out anyway. You know, the point of all of this for me is not to become some sort of Donald Trump type, some sort of mini Donald Trump type character online. That's not the point for me, but I'll explain more about that in a minute. The other reason that I think that success porn is bad or is or can be bad, can be damaging in this space is that it raises guys' expectations unnecessarily high or unrealistically high. And it sets the bar for success or failure very, very high in a way that I'm not sure is useful to anybody. So I'll explain what I mean. A few years ago, when when I first sort of got into all of this stuff, I got into all of the dating game stuff. And then I started to get into the business stuff as well. And uh, I, I read um, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, which is still a great book. I mean, it's a little bit dated now probably, but it's still a great book and it's really worth reading if you haven't read it. And I started listening to, to other people um, who, who, who would talk about sort of working online, creating an online business, online marketing, um, brand of you. And of course, um, I mean, Pat Flynn was quite a big influence on me in the early days, but um, I suppose the, the guy that, that's perhaps most associated with this is Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and, you know, I got into his stuff for a while. I was listening to him. I was listening to some Grant Cardone, who is, who is slightly in a slightly different area because he's more of a sales guy. But, but nevertheless, you know, so I was listening to these guys um, and I was really inspired by all of that. But, but here's the thing, right? The four-hour work week was probably the biggest inspiration for me, as it was for, for others of my sort of age or, you know, the time I got into to the online space. And the point of the four-week, the four-hour work week, as far as I can, say, I can tell, was not that you became, you do this, this process, you work for four hours a week and you become a multimillionaire and you'd have six cars and you'd be living in Vegas or something. The point of it was that you would not have to have a corporate job, that you would form an online business where you could make money through selling goods or you know, products or services to your customer base and that that would free you up and you could become location independent. So you could go to live in you know, Thailand or you could go to live in Eastern Europe or South America or something like that. So the point wasn't you're going to become this hugely rich guy with a mansion and be popping bottles every night. The point was that you would gain freedom, financial freedom by putting these processes into place. And for me, that really is the end game. That was the thing that interested me. It's not, now look, I mean, how can I put this? Um, It would be dishonest of me to say that I'm not interested in money. Yes, of course, if I launched a course or I launched a book or something and it made me a million dollars, that would be fantastic. I wouldn't, <laughs> and I, I hope that does happen. And, and, and look, I mean, I'm, I'm a hustler like anybody else. So I'm going to keep putting stuff out there. I, I want to make cash. Yeah, of course I do. But what is the most important thing? Well, and maybe this is just personal to me. I don't know. But look, I, guys, I, I am fundamentally a writer, okay? So yes, I do, I do videos. Yes, I'm doing this podcast. Yes, I've created a course. I may, it probably will again at some point. 
I've done all of those. You know, I've done different things, but but fundamentally, the only thing I ever wanted to do is is write. And in order to do that, that so 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 if you if you think of a purpose in life, that is my purpose in life to write. And and what does writing mean? Well, I was listening to a lecture last night by Will Self, the, the British novelist um, and uh, academic, who was talking about. The requirement for isolation for writers, how important it is in the composition of long texts to just be on your own, um, away from everybody else, and just having the time and the space to think. Now, to achieve that, you actually don't need very much money. I mean, you probably need a bit of money. You need to have made, you know, you need to be able to to rent the space or to buy the the, the, the space where you're going to work or whatever. But you don't need you don't need to be a billionaire. You know, you just need to achieve enough freedom um, that you've got a space where you can work and that you can um, you, you can devote your time to your to your to your art, uh, if you like. And that's all I really wanted, you know. Um, and and the whole, I suppose, aesthetically, you know, the whole sort of popping bottles at the club type thing is is a little bit. I mean, I've I've been involved in scenes like that. I've I've had some fun over the years in my time. Um, in those sort of scenarios, but it's a little bit tacky, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's a little bit, it's not really the hill that I want to die on. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of like, those clubs tend to be pretty shit. The music's a bit shit. Um, it's, I don't even drink anyway. You know, I'm just that whole sort of thing. Um, cars, I'm not particularly interested in cars, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Maybe I'm becoming a little bit more interesting as I, interested as I get older. I don't even drive because when I was a youngster, I was um, I was drinking too much and partying too much, and I never took my license, and I haven't done it since because I haven't really needed to. You know, I'm not I'm not interested. I mean, I love clothes, but then you can you know you, you can you can look sharp without having to spend millions of dollars. That my, my requirements as a man. Um, guys are actually pretty small really i can have an amazing what i I mean what do i want you know black coffee uh a roof over my head the ability to travel freedom flexibility books but these things are not particularly expensive and the point is that i can have a, a fantastic life that is precisely to my requirements um and i don't actually have to spend that much you know, I don't, I don't need to be a billionaire. Now, you may be listening to this and thinking, I get it, I get where he's coming from. Or you might be listening to this and thinking, what a wanker. I, I want to be a billionaire. I want to, you know, I want all of the bling and everything else. Well, okay, that's, that's fine. As I say, this is very much a personal thing. But as a, as a personal view from me, what I'm saying is that you can have a fantastic life. And, you know, in this day and age, you don't need, actually need that much money. So then... You need to think, okay, so what's, what's better? Is it grinding it? Is it getting up at 4 a.m. and um, doing 50 deadlifts and then having a cold shower and drinking turmeric and then, and then smashing it on your online store for 15 hours in order to try to make a load of money? Or is it better to, you know, to have a bit of freedom, to, to, to make less money, but you know, to have more time, um, to be able to work on things that you love? So I think this is what you need to be thinking about when you encounter these success gurus. You need to be thinking, well, what do I actually want? Okay, that stuff may look nice on the surface, but is that actually what I want? And I think the answer for each of us will be different. For me, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. All I really wanted was self-employment 
or, 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 or the components that I need to have a good life, let's say, are self-employment, cheap living, and the ability to travel. Those are the three key elements. They are interconnected. So firstly, self-employment. Now, self-employment is a big thing. We can do another whole show or, or I don't know, we can do like a whole podcast about self-employment. But it's, it's an important thing because um, basically because you don't want to be under the thumb of the man. That, that's what it comes down to. Uh, so it's not just self-employment is not just a good thing because potentially you can become a billionaire. It's a good thing because you don't really want to be working for someone else. And there's a whole range of reasons for that. You know, the, the modern politically correct culture, HR departments um, and all of that stuff. But fundamentally, you know, it's, it's better to have your own autonomy if you can. So if you can find a way to make cash for yourself, then that's a good thing. And then under, it's sort of going along with that cheap living. So, and, and this also, I, I believe, came from the um, the four week, the four hour work week. But certainly, it was an idea that was prevalent uh, at that time, which was go and live somewhere cheaper. So I'm from London, very expensive city. Or you know, if you're from New York City, you're from Moscow. Okay, we'll go and live somewhere cheaper. Go and live in I don't know Poland. Go and live in where's cheap Hungary. Go and live in uh, Medellin. Go and live in Thailand or whatever for a period of time. Cut your costs, cut your overheads, so that you can concentrate on your work. You need you need to make less money in order to live, um, and you can have a better standard of living. You know, and that was always the thing. This the digital nomad idea was always this idea that you can have a great standard of living in a cheaper city. So why not move to um, Serbia? You know, why not move to to uh, Belgrade? Because in Belgrade you can make a thousand euros a month or whatever it is, and you can have a pretty damn good standard of living. I mean, I was, uh, Poland, I think, still in Poland, and this probably doesn't count the, the big cities like Warsaw and Krakow, but um, the average salary in Poland is still about five or 600 euros a month. So if you're going in there and making a thousand euros a month, um, which is pretty easy, really, when you're up and running, I mean, a thousand euros a month shouldn't be difficult. You're balling. You know, it's great. I mean, go and live in bloody, go and live in Budapest. I mean, Budapest is a fantastic city. It's an amazing place. And again, the, the average salary there is, a, is about five, 600 euros a month. If you're making 2,000 euros a month, you're like, you know, you're like royalty. You're like a sort of, a, you know, you're balling. And you just get a much better standard of living than you will in central Manhattan or in, in central London or, or whatever. Now, funnily enough... That concept is sort of looked on a bit sniffily now by people online. You know, you get people on Twitter saying, oh, he just he lives in Romania. What a loser. Or he lives in a third world country. That's their favorite saying. He, oh, anyone can live in a third world country and they can, you know, be self-employed. Well, sorry, but, you know, I, I disagree with that. I, I mean, there are some fantastic, fantastic places out there where you can live reasonably cheaply. And I don't think that that is anything to be ashamed of. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. I think, I think, that's a, I think it's fantastic, in fact, that because of the technology we've got, and this is obviously the internet, apps, Apple mobile phones, all the rest of it, that we're able to do that. And um, yeah, I would, I would just disregard anybody who, who comes out with the third world country thing, because for a start, it's bloody insulting. I mean, it, of course, caveat, it depends where we're talking about. But when people talk about Eastern Europe and they say third world country, I'm sorry, but you're just insulting the people of those. I mean, there are some 
beautiful, fantastic, cultured cities in Eastern Europe. And if you're saying that it's a third world country, you should you should fuck off because it's uh, you know it, it, it's it's a horrible way to look at it. Okay. Um, and the other thing is travel. Now, I, I mean, I really love to travel. Travel is is good in terms of inspiration. Um, and again, you know, you can move around a bit. You can you can take advantage of places where your dollar or your pound works a bit harder for you. You know, why not? So you have, you know, because when you think about it, when we, when we were kids and we thought about the rich and the famous, what would we think? Well, they travel all the time. They go to these exotic places and they have a great lifestyle. Okay, well, you could do that on $2,000 a month. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, this is the beauty of the modern world. And this is why the message of you need to be earning six figures in a month is, I think, um, how can I put it? I think it causes difficulties because I think it makes people feel like unless they're doing that, unless they're running a seven-figure you know, ad agency selling Facebook ads to dentists or whatever, that they're a failure. And actually, that's not the case at all. Um, now, my friend Tom Torero always says that um, a man, a single man, can thrive on around 50,000 per year. Um, and actually, it can be a lot lower than that. You can go down to about 30,000, certainly 30,000 pounds a year, and you can, you can live happily um, in many countries around the world. 50,000, you're probably balling it in a lot of countries. I'm talking pounds here, but I mean, we can almost say dollars for 50,000 as well. $50,000 a year, you'd be fine also in many, many places around the world. Um, you, you know, guys, you don't need that much money. Now, I have to, let, let me, let me back, backtrack a little bit here and say that I'm not being anti-ambition here. I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive for more money than that. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing inherently to strive for more money than that, if that's what you want. I'm just saying that it's not necessary. You can still have a great life. You know, I mean, would, would you rather earn 50,000 pounds a year from various online businesses, do less work and maybe sit around on the beach or, you know, live in Colombia or live in, you know, a beautiful city in Eastern Europe or travel around and not have to go into an office every day uh, and clock in and, and do the nine to five and the HR and all that stuff. Um, would you rather do that or would you rather piss around for, for ages trying to set up a, um, you know, a six-figure ad agency and fail and then feel like a failure and feel like you're, you're, you're a terrible person. You know, so what I'm saying is, of course, it's good to set your, your expects, you know, you set your sights high if that's what you're into, but you don't have to. And if you're someone like me who's a writer, then should I be setting my sights at six-figure, seven-figure years? Probably not really, because that's actually going to take away from the thing that I really want to do, you know, I mean, Delicious Tacos, who's a great, great writer, who's on Twitter, if you look, look him up on Delicious Tacos, um, you know, he makes, he's been quite public in saying that he makes a, a relatively small, but sort of a, a livable, more or less livable income from his, from one of his books, from, or, or from, from his books, I think actually there's three of them now, I think actually three of the books together, he makes, you know, this, a small sort of working class type income off the books that he's written. Well, you know, 
you, some guys would look at that and say, yeah, that's pathetic, man. You're not bullying. You know, I've got a six-figure agency. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I've got a Lambo. I would fundamentally disagree with, with those voices if, if they exist because um, he's done what he wanted to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he's created art. And that, my friends, is more important than money at the end of the day. What's more important than money is doing something you love. And if you find yourself doing something that you don't love in order to try to make money, then <sighs> I don't know, man. I think you are, I think you are not serving your soul correctly. That's my feeling on it. Um, people will argue with that. They'll say, yeah, but when you've got money, you can buy experiences and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's, there's truth in that. I, I, I get that. But for me, the thing that you're doing most of the time should be the thing that you really love. And if that's playing the guitar, then you need to find a way to monetize playing the guitar so you can make an income out of it. You don't need to, th- you should, what you shouldn't be doing in an ideal world is saying, well, I'll set up a six figure business and, and work 18 hours a day so that I can spend a few hours or, you know, an hour playing the guitar every day. Instead, you should be saying, I'm going to organize my life so that I can play guitar all the time. And even if I make less money, I can still do that thing that I love. So that's where I'm coming at it from. And I think all of this success porn we see out there is, is, un, is unnecessarily raising guys the threshold of what guys think they should be doing in order to be a proper successful man. And I actually preferred it back a few years ago when the message was um, for our work week, when the message was become a digital nomad, go and live somewhere a bit cheaper. You can make less money, but you can still have a good life. I, I preferred that message because that was a message of freedom to me. And success porn is <sighs> not necessarily a message of freedom because it seems to me that you either need to work, uh, you know, incredibly, uh, you, you need to work a lot in order to achieve what people say you should achieve, or you need to take a lot of risk. Now, I'm aware of cryptos. I'm aware that there are other ways to make money than trading your, um, you know, your time for money, if you like. Of course, I don't know a lot about cryptos. I'm not really qualified to talk about it. But what I would say is that there's no such thing as a free lunch. And there, there is risk with everything. Okay. So sure, if you can find a way easily to make big sums of money, and it works, then that's absolutely great. And, and you know, to be honest, if that if that's the case, then I can't really see any solid argument against that because that then frees you up to do the other stuff that you love. So if you're the guitarist that we talked about before and you're making a hell of a lot of money just through some investments into crypto or whatever, then fine. That's great because you get to spend time on the thing you love. But, you know, always proceed with caution. But certainly when people are saying, yeah, man, you know, you, you need to, you know, Facebook ads and blah, blah, blah. I mean, again, they'll, they'll try and tone it down. They'll try and say, well, actually, you don't need to spend that much time doing it. You just set up a system and it's great and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> I don't know, man. You know, it's, you, you need to grind to do that. Just listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, to be a writer, you need to grind as well. So I'm going into the process of writing this novel. I'm going to be spending, you know, many hours a day in solitude writing this damn thing. Yes, you need to grind in order to be a writer, and you make less money out of it. <laughs> but, um, or you probably you probably make less money out of it. But 
What's more important? Is it doing something you love? Is it creating art? Or is it just making cash so that you can show off on Instagram? And that is really the fundamental question um, that we all need to consider. Now, as I say, you can thrive on 50,000 pounds or dollars probably a year in many countries around the world. It's uh, heresy to say it um, in, in some quarters of the internet, but it's true. And so just bear that in mind and just think about that and just think, okay, so what would I rather have? Do I, want, do I really want money or do I actually want freedom? And if it's freedom that you want rather than money, rather than the external signifiers of success, which are the clothes, the lifestyle, the champagne, uh, the cars and all of that, then what you should consider is that perhaps there's an easier way or perhaps there is a way that is slightly less risky, slightly less time-consuming and slightly less boring than, you know, because what the, the difficulty is, right, a lot of online entrepreneurs, they, they want to break free of the system, they want to get, get away from the man and all of that and they end up effectively just replacing one job for another because they start doing a hustle and the hustle is so all-consuming that they almost might as well just be working for a you know for a boss again, which is going to at least is, is you're going to get a weekly paycheck or a monthly paycheck. So think about it. What do you want? Do you really want money or do you actually want freedom? And if you want freedom, and to me freedom is always more important, always more important. If you want freedom, then just consider that there are other ways of going about it than these success porn gurus will or might be telling you. All right, so look, I'll leave that rant there for now. Do let me know what you think. Give me a shout if you agree, you disagree, whatever. Do subscribe to my YouTube channel for this podcast and also video content every week. Uh, and also live streams going to be starting soon. Get my Renegade Dating Blueprint bundle of 10 books about dating, game, sex, the sexual marketplace, flirtation, charisma, all of those good things. Uh, the price will go up soon because um, I've got my own digital nomad lifestyles to support. Um, but it's a really, really good deal because really the content in there is worth $250 minimum and you're getting it for $39. So I can't say fairer than that. So click on the link below for that and do sign up for my daily email list as well. I will leave it there. Bye-bye.